Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm a something that you feel is 
work of art on your body, go ahead and take your photos and submit them to gal2dredhotmail.com. We're going to start posting pictures of real soul for those people who are trendsetters in their area. And it doesn't, also, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the Cap City. It could be all over the country. So go ahead and email me. That's G-A-P-T-O-O-T-A-Z-I-V-A at hotmail.com and put Gap Tooth Diva Fashion Pick in the subject line. We'll go ahead and post your picture on the website and tell the world a little bit about yourself. Uh, we're always interested in promoting unique and creative styles. So, guys, go ahead and set the cookies up. Send those photos in as soon as possible because we're taking submissions right now. And we're also taking currently taking submissions for um, more interesting guests to get on the show. Um, you can also email the same email address, gaptoothdiva.com. Um, we have some events coming up. We're so excited about attending the MLK Signature Black and White Affair going down at Pars on January 15, 2011. That's 1713 East Main Street in Richmond, Virginia. This is brought to you by D&W Entertainment, Natasha B. 1980, S4 Digital Media, Higher IQ Foundation, which is a youth mentor program here in Richmond, and also RichmondSpotlight.com. Um, again, it's at the park, 1713 East Main Street. It's hosted by Kells of 105.7 Kiss FM. Doors open at 9 p.m. Coat check is available, and tickets are on sale now for $10 in advance. It's going to go up at the door, so make sure you get those tickets early. Um, it's going to be a VIP and bottle service. And you can email for more information at dwemg1 at gmail.com. That's dwemg1 at, um, at com. Music is by Danger Mouth also. That's DW Entertainment and Higher IQ3 bringing you the MLK Signature Black and White Affair. Be there. Gap 2 Diva will be broadcasting live from that event. And also for the ladies, if you are interested in being a unique transmitter at this party, I do suggest you avoid the doppelgangers or those lookalikes who are going to be out there getting the same outfit as you and spruce up that outfit with some jewelry and accessories from NatashaB1980.com. She has a uh, signature section on her website specifically for the black and white affair going down at Posh. So if you want to get some black and white accessories, which most likely is like silver, onyx, stuff like that, um, those crystals and rhinestones, go ahead and go to NatashaB1980.com. Brand is on the show not too long ago. Wonderful personality and also a wonderful business. Go ahead and support her and get some jewelry so you could be fly at the MLK signature party. Um, also, I want to promote the Main Street Spa and Wellness Center at 504 East Main Street, Suite A, Richmond, Virginia, 23219. Um, they are really doing their thing in the Cap City, representing for the beauty and health and wellness industry. And for all you people who want to dedicate your money and support black businesses, I really think this is a business that you should participate in. Not only do they offer $10 off on any spa service, $75 or more with special coupons, you should call and schedule an appointment as soon as possible. They also offer colon hydrotherapy, or also known as colonics. Um, people like to think that, you know, going to the spa or health and wellness center is a luxury thing, but it really, it's really not. It's something that you need to take care of your body. A lot of people aren't going to the doctors as 
frequently as they should. And, um, you know, going to a health and wellness center is very, very similar. They also offer products by Carol's daughter, and they have, you know, vitamins there. I mean, speak with Janice Barnes. She's the owner. She is a health and wellness guru in the Cap City. If you don't know, now you know. I really suggest that you go down there and represent. It's uh, 504 East Main Street again. Also, they have an event coming up that we all should uh, take the time out to participate in. If you can't go to the event, I do suggest that you get some information about this. It's called Exposure Voices, going down Saturday, January 15th at 10 a.m., the same day as the Black and White Fair. So if you're looking to be busy all day long, I really suggest go ahead and get get this in. Um, The Exposure Campaign is about modern-day slavery, also known as human trafficking. A lot of people don't get a lot of information about this, and this is very important, and it does exists here in Richmond. It exists all over the country, all over the world. Um, human trafficking is the second largest criminal industry in the world, um, the fastest growing also. And victims of human tra- trafficking are forced into labor of sexual exploitation. And it's not only uh, occurs in foreign countries, it's also occurring in communities here in America. So I really think you should know what's happening in your own backyard. They have this free event, but you do have to register. Um, and I would suggest that you go to the website for the Main Street Spa, and I will give you that in a moment. Um, it's www.mainstreetspa.com. That's what it is, www.mainstreetspa.com. You can register for this event from their website, and also you can look at their services and the, the programs that they're offering as well, massages, facials, body wraps. Um, weight loss, body wraps, waxing, body polishing, um, nail care, um, like I said, colon hydrotherapy treatment, blood type diet consultations, and nutritional products. Go ahead and check them out, www.mainstreetspa.com, or go, go ahead and take yourself down to 501 East Main Street as soon as possible. Um, and we will be at the event as well covering it, the Taking a Stand, um, exposure event going down. It's um on the address is at Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, which is at uh twenty five oh one Mount Gilead Boulevard in Richmond, Virginia, two three two three five. Or you can call six seven five seven six zero zero for more information. Um, are you excited about today's show? I am very excited, man. I'm very interested in what the, um a man have to say. Because you don't hear about these situations all the time. You know about them, but you really don't get to speak to the individual that actually went through it. So I'm very curious of what he had to say. Well, what, what is your what is your background with sex sex addiction? Like, do you do you know anybody with sex addiction? I don't know anybody with sex addiction. And, and to tell you the truth, I'm kind of like I said, I'm very curious of to what he has to say, so I can identify some of the people that maybe on the verge or already are that person. What about um, people with love addiction? Oh, that's tough because, I mean, you, I know a lot of people that love hard. I mean, I, I love pe- some people who don't really love at all. So it's kind of hard to, to really judge. Well, let's go ahead and get him on the line. Um, shout out to my kid again. She had a birthday yesterday. So happy birthday from the guys who do <laughs> Um, and if you guys didn't know, and we're not going to make a big deal about it until uh, 50 more episodes from now, but this is Got to Diva Radio's 50th episode. 
So congratulations to us, but keep going strong. Um, thank you guys for all your support. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for understanding that we are all about creativity, individuality, nonconformity, and most of all, inspiration and motivation. So we really appreciate you. And I guess happy 50th episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and get uh, Ryan Capital on the line and find out about his book, which is titled Bigger Than Me, an Untold Story, a Sex and Love Addiction. Addiction, And it's also available. I know what's going on. It's probably because I'm hungry. It's also available um, on Amazon.com, and I would um, suggest you all get that. Um, if you want more information, you can also click on the link from the uh, radio website's page and go straight to Amazon.com to purchase the book, which is also a cool addition that we added on to it. So if you're listening to the page from blogtalkradio.com, if you click on the book icon, you will go straight to Amazon.com in order to purchase the book and get more information. But let's get him on the line and see what he has to say. Voicemail box of five one oh five God. eight six five one eight. That was his number, right? Yeah. You sure? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna try this again. If we can, we just gonna go ahead and go into some music and see what happens. Cause I'm not gonna get upset. Things happen. <laughs> oh. Reach the Sprint voicemail box of yeah, five one. No. Well, let's go ahead and figure out um, how we can get in touch with him. But in the meantime, I want you to listen to this track from Black Liquid, who was on on Tuesday. Um, he sent us his album, The Future, and it was all fire. So I really want um, you guys to listen to a little bit more of his music. So I'm going to go ahead and say Black Liquid, and this track is called 100. Yo, I wrote a track tonight, but it wasn't enough. And to roll another L, I would have to get up. Out of my seat, I'm walking away from this beat. It's midnight, the 40 in the fridge calling me. I'm tempted, but I feel that this is more than you. So I called the dude, and told him, listen, I didn't know. Instrumentals for my mind, cause I'm trying to. Record to the night, and I need a couple fixes. Addicted, welcome to the life of black liquid. They make money, but rhymes make living. And nights get late, but it makes no difference. Cause nigga, I don't care if I write it, I spit it. And nigga, I get the same way that I live it. A lick state of mind, sign sealed, I delivered. And once I finish the same way, it's on again. This is track 89, I'ma do 100. Maybe we pulled out the calendars. Now rhymes that I said 
They ask me all the time how I do it, how I write. I simply wait for empty space to shed a little lights. And it's on, I rhyme through and flow more liquor. There is fun going the same way I write around. Katie faces pictures, this is art, this is life. And what I've lived for the last 87 nights, the price. Taking out for pain, what's the lesson? It's learning how to manage stress and maintain that effort. The story gets told the same way that it's lived. Track 89, I'ma do 100. That's what made the It's like it's great. I know you can do it. And you want to love. Got it. My nigga Lewis said I'ma save hip hop. I'm like a green light, nigga. Licks don't stop for the love. I trade three times for the rhyme. Press pause to refine when we wind at a time. Yeah. My niggas can't wait. They asking us to say what's the new release date. You stack it all the tracks, man. What you got to say? It feels good to know I can drop any day. I got track after track, 38 more from about a year back. So when it's all done and all over with, it really won't matter what the next man did. Cause this is what I do, but put inside a shoe. There's nothing more to prove and a dream to pursue. Started out with one, ended up doing two. Track 89, I'ma do 100. Now I can't wait. Uh, the reason that 
it, it's really a book about the reasons why I uh, went through and ended up becoming addicted to sex and pornography and all this other stuff. Uh, it's the first. Uh, it's the first uh, years of my life, basically going from kindergarten all the way up through uh, high school. Um, and the the events that took place in my life that uh, ultimately caused me to uh, humiliate myself uh, through uh, pornography, through uh, all sorts of stuff. Uh, really, the the book kind of says it all. Um, it it doesn't leave anything out. Uh, I did that with the intention that other people uh, like myself would be willing to share the truth to go find help and not necessarily have to come out all the way with their story, but to, to at least acknowledge that uh, they might have a problem with uh, sex or love in, in, in a negative way and, and learn from that and, and not be afraid to uh, seek counsel because there's a lot of people out there that are sick. I, I, I hear lately there's over uh, about 50, uh, 50 million people with this disease, but only 16, uh, 16 million of these people actually admit to the, having the problem. Okay. Now, what I want to know is how does one define sex and love addiction, and how do you determine when it's become a problem? Because, you know, we live in a day and age where a lot of people like to have sex, and, you oh, know, yeah. love right. and relationships are very common. But how do you determine whether or not this is an addiction and this is an issue? Well, there there's several key factors. Um, uh, a lot of them you have to kind of discern for yourself. It's it's it, it's a very secretive uh, uh, problem. Most people uh, won't even admit to the having it, but yet they'll spend hours on end uh, searching the internet for it. Uh, they'll have uh, failed relationships one after another. Uh, uh, ultimately, uh, they'll have uh, one-night stands on a continual basis because they don't feel that that person's perfect enough or that they're not perfect enough. Uh, ultimately, there's uh, a wide variety of sex and love addictions. Uh, there's even, uh, uh, well, love addiction in it of itself is basically uh, looking for that perfect person, you know, and constantly uh, being in and out of relationships uh, sex addiction is more of uh, basically uh, an impulse to constantly have sex, even if you don't want it. Uh, basically, it becomes uh, just like wanting to breathe air. Uh, it, it becomes a, a second nature, and you can't get enough of it, uh, even if you don't want it. it. It gets to the point where you start hurting yourself because of it. Wow. Now, you had mentioned that this has been an issue for you since kindergarten. Now, how how did you determine that that early you had a problem with sex addiction? Well, one of the things that um, uh, one of the things that my book is about is uh, how it all starts, and really, it's it doesn't just uh, turn on and off like a light switch. I mean, it's it's not something that an I mean, it's not like uh, uh, I, uh, a normal person would go out and say, "I can have sex with that person right there," and then not have sex for another year. The uh, the idea behind it is that it starts 
early on in the childhood, usually through either neglect, abuse, uh, either sexual or physical or mental. In my case, it was mental um, and physical, and a little bit of physical. Uh, my brother, uh, when I was about five years old, actually sexually molested me. That's how uh, uh, that part started. But then also uh, my cousins, uh, who were physically and sexually abused by their father, uh, would actually turn around and show me the things that they did to, that he did to them, and it became kind of a uh, a common uh, commonplace thing over childhood, growing up and going through school and finding out that hey, I'm not normal. <laughs> wow! But I mean, it, it's just a huge story. That's uh, hence the title, bigger than me. Um, I mean, this disease is huge. Um, the, the porn industry makes over uh, almost seven times what the uh, Silicon Valley industry actually made last year alone. That was just in pure profit. And uh, they, I mean, not to say that pornography and and that sort of thing is bad, but excessive amounts of it uh, do tend to uh, kind of lean that way. Um, there's a lot of people out there uh, that I've talked to that I go to uh, uh, meetings for recovery, um, just like Alcoholics Anonymous, they do have um, Addicts Anonymous for uh, for sex addicts and love addicts, and okay. uh, and it, it's basically set up the same way, twelve step program. Um, uh, basically, uh, the people of Al- or from people from Alcoholics Anonymous uh, said, "Hey, we got a problem here. Let's go ahead and uh, adapt the, uh, adapt this program to fit our needs." And so that's where that came from. And uh, they're really good programs where you can openly talk about things that you normally wouldn't talk to normal people about. And most of the people can understand because they've been through it or um, they, I mean, they've, they've heard pretty much everything that there could be to hear and more. <laughs> okay. But, uh, I mean, but, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Oh. I was interrupting you. Okay, well, what I was going to say was, you know, I mean, this is just my story. I mean, I, 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 can't, I can't speak for anybody else. Um, but what I wanted to do with my story here is people need to understand that there's more than just this book. There's, I mean, there's endless libraries of uh, uh, subject matter that deal with sex addiction, but the the, the problem that people are having with it and the and the, uh, the problem that a lot of the media are, are putting it out there as, it really isn't what that is about. The sex addiction is a true addiction. Matter of fact, science, uh, scientists and doctors are claiming right now that it is a, they know it's an addiction. And they and it's the worst kind because it's so secretive and, and damaging. It's, it's life-threatening. Uh, people uh, put themselves into situations that they normally wouldn't put themselves into. They, they'll hire prostitutes. They'll hire. Uh, uh, they'll go to massage parlors. Uh, any number of things, uh, just to uh, just to get the high that they get out of uh, the endorphins that are built up through sexual activity. Wow. And so, so this is this is basically what I've learned through uh, my uh, my six years that I've been in a recovery program 
and I mean, it doesn't even begin to touch the surface. So there's guys that have been in this program over 20-some years, and they're just now uh, starting to really push through and make things known. There's not very many people out there that are really geared to tell their story because of how bad they feel. And it's a very uh, very close subject in a lot of uh, a lot of ways because you got to deal with uh, you you got to deal with the shame in all of it because I mean there's some stupid stuff that I did I mean there's stupid stuff that everybody does and yeah. and it all comes out eventually whether or not we want it to come out completely or not is up to us but um, I, I found that the only way that I could ever uh, truly uh, appreciate um, my recovery was was really to tell the truth. And once I did start telling the truth about it, and and actually seeking help and and talking about it, it, it it's minimal to the stuff that I'm able to do now. And that's really what I I'm trying to push with this book. Well, let me just mention to everyone that you have an opportunity to call. Anonymously, if you would like to discuss um, your experience with sex and love addiction, and you can call our number here, one six four six three seven eight zero four four two. Again, the number is one six four six three seven eight zero four four two. Call us and tell us, um, you know, about your experience if you want to share, or if you have a question for Ryan Capital, um, the author of Bigger Than Me: An Untold Story of Sex and Love Addiction. Go ahead and give us a call. But I wanted to find out, um, with all the things that you had mentioned, as far as doing things that could affect your life or your lifestyle, um, just for the opportunity to see or be around or have sex, um, what, what, at what point does a person say, you know, I really need to get help? Because we have had experiences where, um, people have known employers who fired their employees for being on porn sites during work. And in my personal opinion, when it gets to the point where you have to watch porn at work, that sounds like you have an addiction. Yeah, that's, you have, that's usually uh, that's usually one of the final stages uh, of the addiction. That and yeah, the the addiction itself starts becoming. Um, well, more risky. Uh, you, you have to do more risky things, and it progresses over time. Uh, people, like I said, it's the light switch effect again. Um, most people don't start out with with child pornography if they're uh, if they're looking at it and stuff like that, because there's a lot of it out there. Um, but it, it's a it's a memory thing because they've had some sort of trauma in their past, and it's not a good thing to to just keep that hidden. Um, but that's one of the reasons why uh, uh, sexual uh, perpetration actually happens quite often is because the these people have actually been doing it longer than I mean, they just happen to get caught that time. And so when right. they find out about it, you find out that they have thousands and thousands of libraries of this stuff, and it makes it look even worse than what it is. Well, it's been collected over year, uh, over years and years of of time. That they didn't start there. I mean, they didn't start with one a certain type. It actually progresses. It gets worse because you're you're on it more. 
and your brain just doesn't know when to stop. And uh, that's really what it is. I mean, the people um, uh, people talk about alcoholism, uh, drug addiction, things like that. I mean, this is basically the same thing. Um, gambling. I mean, I mean, gambling is an addiction. There's no drugs involved in that. And this is one of the key things that um, scientists are now finding out is that, um, well, people are addicted to shopping and, and various other things, eating disorders. Um, it's, it's, like, it's based on... It's like the act is the drug. The act of doing right. this, whatever it is, is the drug. Is That's what's the, getting the, you the high that you're, that right, you're seeking. Well, it's the feeling of completion and the feeling that uh, your stress levels uh, are deteriorated for a short period. Just like if you were to get high or to smoke, uh, to do some sort of drug, the the sex, uh, the ultimate idea is to um, basically remove the reality of life. So basically, I mean, with all this being said, what, what exactly was that moment for you? What was that turning point? I mean, because evidently you've been, you've been doing this for a while. I mean, what what made you just want to turn your life around? Well, actually, it was a lot of things. Um, God, first of all, uh, had intervened tremendously in my life. Uh, it took a lot of courage uh, for some people to really come to me and say, hey, you know, you need to, you need to look at this and you need to stop. Uh, I, I actually walked in on one of my friends while she was taking a shower in an attempt to take a photo of her. And it scared the crap out of me because I didn't know why I was doing it. I just knew I had to do it. And wow. In my mind, it was playing out that way. Um, then, uh, shortly after that, I, uh, my my friends, they just they all just left me there, you know, just to kind of well, uh, mellow in my, my own muck. Um, but what really hit me hardest was I was having online affairs. Uh, with multiple women. Uh, I was working nights uh, for a cable company. And so I'd get home 11, 12, 1 o'clock at night, and I'd be on the Internet until 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning uh, just looking at pornography and uh, surfing the web trying to get my next fix. Well, my wife in the, uh, was in the next room uh, up listening to me search for porn and stuff like that. Eventually, it led her to having seizures. And wow! Because of sleep, because of sleep deprivation, and God, uh, I mean, it, it scared the heck out of me. I'm like, I'm killing my wife, you know, and it was just one of those things that you, you just can't look at life the same way after seeing that. And I knew that she'd had seizures before, but I mean, the first time I'd seen one was when I was when I was online with one of my online girlfriends, and she's in the other room just uh, convulsing. And it, it, was, it was just so horrible, and it, it scared me. And it made me realize that, you know, I'm not hurting just myself in all of this. I'm hurting my wife. I'm hurting other people. And, and not to mention the, uh, the men and women that are posing for these sites are being manipulated too. I mean, they're, they're sons and daughters of somebody. You know, and, yeah. and a lot of people don't understand that. And, and one of the key things is object, uh, uh, objectification of men and women in this disease. People are constantly um, uh, putting people on a pedestal and and really 
uh, they're making them out to be objects instead of people. And that's also another thing is that the Internet makes it easier for us to um, take people as objects instead of actual human beings. Same with now, well, stri- Sorry, go ahead. When, you, when your wife was waiting up for you every night, did she, mm-hmm. up until the point where she had her seizure and you discovered her um, convulsing, did she ever complain prior to that? Oh, yeah, we always had fights. We'd always have fights, and I would just I would just ignore her, close the door, lock it, and then go surf the porn. And that would be the way that I dealt with in any hard situation. Uh, it got now, to the point where – sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm saying with that situation, did you feel as though that even though you had a sexual addiction – that you didn't feel like having sex with your with your wife, or it just was a more so of a thrill to do it with a stranger. Well, I wanted it no matter what. I didn't care who it was from. I mean, it, it got to that point where I mean, I I would have I would have done it with just about anything if if I had the chance. If there was a hot dog on the ground or something like that, I might do it. But that, that's the sickness. <laughs> that's just the sickness of it. And uh-huh. there's no rhyme or reason behind it other than other than um, lack of affection, attention, something early on in our childhood, or basically that we're, we're brought into sex in a negative way somewhere in our lives. Either we found it out through Penthouse uh, Magazine, Playboy, or something like that because our friends brought it to school, or uh, we found out through... Uh, a close relative that molested us as a child. Uh, in any case, it's an unhealthy relationship that tends to start it. Um, wow. But there's so many things, though, that that just aren't really even studied yet. That I mean, this is just now coming out about uh, a lot of the stuff that I'm talking about. There's even far more things that I haven't experienced that other people have experienced that just aren't willing to say anything about. Wow. Let me, let me let's go ahead and take a call online when um someone has a question. Um you all got to do the radio. How can we help you? <laughs> I got to I love your show. I love you period. I just oh, thank have a you. couple of questions. I love uh-huh. the show. I'm just forgetting what I wanted to say. But um Question I have, I hear you talking about you with your wife. Can you answer a question? I just want to know, the sex addiction, is that just one gen- gender, or do you have a sex no. addiction with male and female? It's both males and females. There is a difference, though, um, in in how males versus females actually uh, uh, act out their behaviors. Uh, no, I have females, read that. It, I have read on male and mm-hmm. female, but I'm asking you, your preference. Has, has it been oh, with my preference male and has been, it's, My preference has actually been uh, female. Uh, just female. I, I, yes, it's just strictly been with females. Uh, mostly because the, uh, the my brother uh, molested me at a young age really caused me to not want to be with a guy or anything like that, but also uh, that my cousins were... Uh, uh, majority were female that molested me after that. Um, oh. So I mean, I'm sorry about that. 
But there are cases of individuals who've had uh, sex addiction that have been addicted to both genders, correct? Yes, yeah, and actually, there's been uh, there's a lot of cases out there where straight men that are married and have families and stuff like that will have casual sex with other men, uh, and and they don't think that there's anything wrong with it, and they're not gay. Yeah, I thought we call them DL brothers, you know, mm-hmm. DL men that don't see yep. yeah. nothing wrong with that. They just they was they was grown up to that, you know. Yep. I have read that. Another question I have. Have you mm-hmm. ever, since you have a, a sex addiction, have you ever mm-hmm. faked the orgasm? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it gets to the point where it gets to the point where the sex no longer, uh, well, it just no longer thrills you. In, but in I'm the saying, same, if you faking the, the orgasm, isn't that cheating yourself? Out of the cheating your high. Yeah, cheating my high. Like, if I'm a roll well, a blunt, or I'm a take cocaine, but I just don't sniff it, or I take a blunt and I just don't <laughs> it. It's like cheating. Yeah. So I'm a halfway do it. Well, <laughs> right. And and really, the 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 addiction ends up becoming uh, more of a thrill seeking type thing. Mhm. And 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 the more dangerous that you can think of it as, the 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 more you want to do worse things. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, it's a progressive disease. I, I started off uh, just looking at regular porn. I was afraid to go anything deeper. But then I, I started caring less about the world and just said, oh, what the heck. And then I started getting into uh, bestiality porn and then into uh, all sorts of varieties of garbage that's out there. I mean, it, mm-hmm. if, if you have a fetish for it, it's out there. And unfortunately, uh-huh. mm-hmm. it's a very serious problem that a lot of people aren't willing to come forward and face. Uh, one of the key things that I, I struggle with more more recently was the invention of uh, these websites now that are promoting and encouraging people to cheat on their wives. Yeah, but they, yeah. Have, and, they have pawns now. They have, well, the wife cheats on the husband while he's at work. People get a high for yeah. that or vice yep. versa. I know you have heard of that. It, Addiction. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's big business right now. Oh, okay. Okay, well thank you so much for you. Thank you, Gatsu Steva. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Okay, so with all the the different types of porn that you used to watch, have you ever do you have children at home? Did you ever concern yourself with whether the kids were gonna find it? That I mean, that's one of the things that um, makes it a risk in in that um, other people did actually find it. Um, most people won't say anything, though, because it's a private issue. Um, and so people don't really go searching around through your computer for porn, but my friends eventually caught on to the fact that I was into it too much. And they kind of confronted me and then parted their ways until I started seeking help. And even then, after they did all that, I still didn't even seek help. It took a lot of courage for me to say that I had a problem. And that only happened like six years ago. And I was addicted, uh, well, at the age of 18, I was surfing the Internet looking for porn and and just uh, mutilating myself. And a lot of it had to do with, um, a lot of it had to do with the fact that um, my my life wasn't perfect, and uh, a lot of it has to do with the idea that we have to have this perfect life. 
And uh-huh. when we when we struggle with that, um, we want to look. Uh, we're we're curious. Uh, we're curious beings in the first place, and we want to look for the best things in our lives. And so, I mean, what better place to do it than the internet? Because everybody's out there on the world, real wide web. And uh-huh. and initially, people just are curious. Um, matter of fact, one of the uh, one of the statistics that I thought was really scary was um, they did a study in a university in California that said that over 85% of their students uh, were having uh, internet sex through uh, chat rooms and uh, uh, IM accounts. Uh, over 85% of their students were doing that, and uh, basically uh, that those sites were actually uh, um, those sites were actually uh, to the point where um, they were the reason uh, they were the reason for uh, uh, all the porn that's out there. Um, uh-huh. People were uh, the producers of these uh, uh, porn sites and stuff like that were using these college students to be, to produce their porn. And yeah, I've, the, the I've students, seen sites like that the where get, they would have porn coming from the college dorms. You could see free movies. Yeah. Hmm. Yep, that's correct. And the, and these students wouldn't get paid for it, but they would be posting it out there because they agreed to live at that place. And so it, okay. it became a it, it became a legal uh, legal form of pornography and voyeurism, and and uh, there's a lot of that out there. Um, and even still, there's even uh, worse things that are out there, uh, if you can believe that. Uh, there's uh, sex trafficking, uh, uh, prostitution rings that are hugely uh, promoted. I know uh, for a long time there, it's it's not up now, but uh, uh, Craigslist was huge for uh, prostitution. Um, it, it actually promoted it openly um, through its site, and then they took it down. But now there's other sites that are now doing that. And they're freely just advertising it, and people can go to these sites, and uh, and they aren't willing to take it down. And I, I mean, it, it's just one of those things that is so freely open to anybody, and it can be so secretive because it's in your own home behind locked doors. Nobody can watch you doing it. And, right. Right. And, yep. Now I, I was just saying, basically, with all that being said. I mean, it's everywhere. You see it on advertisements. You see it on billboards. You see it on TV. What do you do to cope with it to keep from back backtracking? Well, there's a lot of things uh, that you have to do. I mean, first of all, you got to be willing to change. Um, and, and sometimes uh, it takes uh, it, it takes an act of other people involved in your life changing who your friends are a lot of times too, um, because I mean. There's one. I mean, if there's one addict in the in the entire scheme of friends in a circle, usually there's two or three. Um, uh-huh. They uh, they kind of got each other's backs in a way. Um, it's kind of the buddy system of uh, of how people uh, network together, uh, just like drinking buddies. You know, I mean, you don't want to go back if you're an alcoholic. You don't want to go back to your other friends because they're still drinking. And you can't be around that stuff anymore. So you have to change your environment. Um, the other thing that you want to do, uh, especially for people that are addicted to the internet porn, because um, it's so easily available, it's free uh, in most cases. Most people don't ever pay for it. Um, 
uh, is to get a uh, a safe uh, um, some sort of blocking software for the pornography. The the web browsers have a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit of a uh, uh, content blocker built into them. They're either too excessive or not excessive enough. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's a couple different ones out there. I I've used. Uh, there's triplexchurch.com uh, uses uh, K9 uh, watch uh, K9 uh, uh, internet ser- uh, internet uh, pre- uh, blocker for pornography. Uh, there's also sites out there that hold you accountable through an accountability partner that actually emails the person whenever you go to a, por- a porn- pornographic website. Okay. So they know. So it basically tells on you. Now, I want you to kind of explain to us, for, for all those listeners out there who kind of somewhat acknowledge that they have a problem and they're interested in seeking help, what would one do to pursue recovering from such an addiction? Well, well the first thing is is that they got to admit I mean, to somebody that they have a problem and, and to get help. I mean, it, I mean, I encourage anybody that is wanting to get help, don't do it on your own, because of the fact that it's such a uh, it's such a self-made addiction. You can't break it on your own. That's the whole problem. Uh, it's it's very uh, self-sufficient. It's very uh, secretive, and nobody's going to know that you have the addiction unless they catch you with uh, a terabyte of hard drive space full of porn. Um, in that case, you might be uh, up for some other stuff, but uh, it, when it gets to the point where you're getting arrested, it's it's far too late. Um, usually, I mean, not to say that you can't recover from that, because matter of fact, our 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 group's uh, leader here in Des Moines uh, is uh, uh, was arrested, and and he he ended up getting help, but I mean, a lot of people never get caught. Um, and don't intend to get caught either, and so you got to deal with it. They got to deal with it on their own terms. Um, I, I think the the biggest thing that you can do is uh, if if you're trying to get help, like like I said again, uh, best thing to do is to seek it. I mean, just go out, find somebody, go to a church, go to a, a synagogue, a, a, just basically a a place where you can uh, confess whatever it is that you need to go to, and then the next thing is to uh, is to look up a counselor or one of these uh, 12-step groups that are dedicated to uh, sex addiction, love addiction. Uh, there's multiple versions of this uh, of the same groups, and these people have seen and heard it all. Uh, they're great groups. Um, none of them are counselors. Uh, per se, some of them might be, but the majority of the people are uh, just average uh, Joe Blows that uh, have worked the steps and are continuing to get better. Okay. Now, when you decided that you were going to recover from this and decided that you were going to put it in a book, were you trying to educate people about this? And if so, have you had any um, backlash for putting this book out? Oh, I get all kinds of backlash. Um, people, uh, like I say, people don't like this addiction. 
they think that it's a they think it's a lie. They think that it's an excuse for people to cheat. They think it's all sorts of things. Um, one one of the things is that it, it is an excuse for people to cheat in some senses. Um, some people can use it for that, but there's other people out there that are truly hurting. Well, I don't know. I think Tiger Woods really does have the have a problem. Well, I mean, I, I, well, I mean not that he's cheating. Well, I think that here's what here's my theory on Tiger Woods, and I'm not trying to say that this is actual I mean, actual truth. I mean, the kid, uh-huh. I mean, the the guy when he was three could putt. I mean, he could play golf. I mean, I don't know of any other kid in the world that could do that. I mean, uh-huh. there's a lot of pressure on children. I mean, when when children get in pushed into a lot of pressure, I mean, you look at Hollywood. I mean, uh-huh. they're constantly being bombarded with divorce, uh, sex addiction, and and all this other garbage. The reason is because of the pressure in the in the, uh, the stereotypes that are pushed out at them, and I mm-hmm. think that's uh, you can really see it there, um, and that's where a lot of people are now starting to realize that hey, this is a problem. You know, yeah. we got a, a we got a real big deal here that we need to fix and I mean I applaud Tiger for actually going and seek help. Uh matter of fact, uh, we do use a lot of Patrick Carnes's uh uh books in our recovery program. I encourage anybody that's looking more in depth to read that. But if you really just want to look and see what an addict um goes through, I mean definitely um that's the reason I chose uh that's the reason I chose to uh, published the book uh, again. Like I said, it was, it was originally to be a it was originally a journal um, of of my past. And um, in in the in the sense of the twelve step program, it was me basically taking my first step. And mm-hmm. I wanted to share it with other people because there's a lot of people that are scared to uh, really uh, come forward with all the all the garbage, all the muck that's been haunting them their entire lives. And, this, and to me, it was a, a way to relieve depression, to relieve stress, and uh, uh, to really uh, get rid of all the gunk that I had in my past so I could move on. Um, but then um, one of the uh, uh, – my pastor, actually, that I um, – well, I was addicted to her. <laughs> in a sense, uh, God actually used that person to encourage me to – uh, seek recovery even further, and she really uh, helped me to, uh, well, put it into a book form. And she said, wow, this is really good. You need to share this with people. And so I said, now, okay, well, I guess I'll do it. Now, I, you know, I don't think that a lot of people understand what you mean when, you, when you're referring to sex and love addiction. And I think a lot of people don't want to talk about it is because, they don't realize that, you know, they or someone they know might be suffering from it. And I know in your particular circumstance, it was an obvious addiction because you were staying up late, you know, looking at porn and, you know, what sounds like negligence and stuff like that, just to have sex or to have these affairs and stuff. That's noticeable. That's a noticeable addiction, I think. But for those people who cheat on their girlfriends all the time, they can't help it. Every single relationship, they're constantly cheating and sleeping with all these different people. And, um, you know, they can't help but meet people at the club or at parties and take them home and have frequent um, one-night stands 
for not weeks and months, for years. Those people could be yep. suffering from sex addiction too, correct? Oh, definitely. Matter of fact, that's the the most common one you see uh, is these uh, these young men and women that go to clubs all the time looking to score with another person. Uh, but they, they don't classify I, it as an addiction, though. I mean, some people might no. just classify it as being a player or, you know, that you're just, you know, bagging girls and, and putting knots on your belt, whatever you want to call it. But it could possibly <laughs> be an addiction. Some females might also have this issue as well, where they constantly feel the need to have sex with men to validate their beauty or their self-worth. Right, and and that's really where the addiction comes from, though, is the self-worth thing. People find themselves to be inferior except for when they're good at something, and a lot of times that ends up being a negative uh, aspect of things. And with the sex addiction, uh, just like you said, it, it, is, a, it is a prestige, uh, so to speak, for themselves or for their buddy system uh, to say, hey, I, I knocked that person up or I got... Uh, I, I got it on with that person, you know. It's it, it's it is a uh, it is a status uh, symbol that uh, men and women both put on uh, uh, some form of performance to uh, really just make themselves look good. And it doesn't I really do I that. Wonder, I wonder in certain in certain communities whether or not this. Um, these services and resources to help these individuals are available. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I don't hear a lot about, um, you know, seven or 12-step programs for sex addicts. I don't hear about groups and stuff. And I try to keep myself privy to information not in regards to sex, but anything that I can offer somebody because I, I notice things. I've met people who would meet you for the first time and all of a sudden, I've seen your private parts within a couple of days. You know what I mean? And it, I mean, that's weird. That's weird. I mean, no, yep. seriously. And it makes you wonder: yep. Do you have a, a problem? Because you don't even you don't even know me. Why would you be showing me that type of stuff? So it, it, that, you wonder if they even realize that they have the type of addiction, and if there's someone that you can point them to. Do you know of any national databases or systems where people can go and talk to someone about this? Well, I, I think that uh, well, there's there's multiple areas that you can call. Uh, there's uh, sex help hotlines. There's um, there's depression type hotlines specifically dedicated to uh, people that are uh, thinking about going out and hiring prostitutes, things like that, and they okay. can talk to somebody and 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 not waste their time. You know, it's um, there's there's self-help books on uh, sex addiction. Um, uh, there's websites dedicated to it. Uh, there's even chat rooms dedicated to uh, talking about sex addiction and, and uh, basically uh, getting past that that's that little area where you might have a 20-minute period where you feel like you're tempted to act out in, in some way, shape, or form. Um, but again, uh, the the biggest thing is to is to seek help with somebody else. In my opinion, that's the only thing that's ever worked in my in in all that I've done. Uh, most people won't find the help themselves because it's it's too personal, and they don't want to say anything about it. 
again, that's the reason that I wrote my book, is to share my story in hopes that other people in reading it can say, hey, this is me. Or can say, hey, you know, I know somebody that's similar to this. And now, actually... I think people reading your book would would definitely find inspiration in hearing your story. But let me ask you something. Um, I want to honest, I want to honest answer as possible as you can. As a recovering sex addict now, and being in this day and age where sex is selling more than religion half the time, and you know being surrounded by an industry that has made some um, diehard Christians backslide, do you sometimes find it hard on some days? to keep going on your journey. I mean, sex is everywhere. You can go down the interstate and see sex on the billboard. Or, I mean, like, cartoons have sexual references sometimes. It's it's crazy. In your windows, yeah. yeah. So it's like being in this day and age, I'm assuming it's hard. It's not like with drugs, but you just stay away from drug addicts or people who do drugs or, you know, alcohol. You just stay out of bars and stuff. You know, even music. Sometimes references that. I mean, how do you how do you deal? Well, there isn't a real set in stone thing. Matter of fact, um, uh, in in a lot of these programs, sex is encouraged with a significant other uh, in that relationship, and you're not supposed to be going out and 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 mutilating yourself. But sex is something that we as humans have to do at at some point. Not to say that it always has to be there, but it, I mean it's something that if you're if you're finding yourself looking at porn for eight hours a day, seven days a week, uh, I'm hoping that's your job. But uh, if it's not your job, then you might have a problem there. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is the I mean the the thing of it in a nutshell to call it an addiction. And, and to say that, I mean, that there is definitely a problem there, uh, people need to really understand two different things. One is their morality. Are, I mean, if, would, they, would they want their parents to see them doing it, first of all? Uh-huh. And, and then secondly, um, if, if they are a, uh, a believer of some sort in any, in any religion, uh, would they want their uh, leadership, uh, their pastor, their... Uh, rabbi, their uh, uh, high priest, whatever, to see them in that position. And okay. and a lot of people, I mean, most people will say, "Yeah, no way, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna share this. I'm gonna go Sunday church and Monday morning, I'm gonna go back to partying." Uh huh. Wow. And, and for those people, I mean, those are the those are the people that are out there. I mean, they're I mean, they're Sunday Sunday Christians. Monday they're back into the bars and, and doing the swing of yeah. things. And to, yeah. and, and to those people, I mean, they need to really be cur- I mean, they, they really need to focus on is this something that is going to damage me down the road? Because there's there's multiple uh, consequences to having a sex addiction. First of all, you're going to be put out there on the internet by somebody eventually. Um, and then uh, contracting a sexually transmitted disease yeah, and and the scary thing is that there's new new sexually transmitted diseases coming out all the time, and mm-hmm. most people aren't aware of that. I mean, people are like, oh well, AIDS. Wow, okay, that's big. Well, that's the but only I, thing I'm never gonna get that. 
Yeah, I'll just wear a condom or I'll just have, uh, I'll, I'll practice safe sex, you know, and and I, I read a statistic on safe sex and like condoms only protect for, uh, they, they, they fail like 14% of the time. And it's like, wow, that's, that's insane. And when you're, especially when you're dealing with your life, um, wow. cause I, I, I've met people that have gone through and, and have, uh, have contracted AIDS and their lives completely changed because they could no longer do a lot of the stuff that they were able to do before. Um, and yeah. that's, that's one of the risks and people need to understand that too. I want to thank you so much, Ryan Capital, for coming on and promoting um, your book and just promoting yourself. I really think that a lot of individuals who may not have even considered the possibility that they may be suffering from sexual addiction could be inspired by what you're doing. Um, how can everyone get in contact with you? And most importantly, how, if they were interested in purchasing the book, how can they find it? Well, uh those are good questions. Uh, the best way to get my book um, is either to go to my publisher's website. Um, I'm not sure if you have that posted on your uh, blog or not, but yeah. uh, if they don't, it's trafford.com, P-R-A-F-F-O-R-D.com, and either they can look up my name or uh, look up Bigger Than Me. It should be posted all over the place there. Um, and it's a, uh, it's a uh, print-on-demand service right now. Uh, however, you can order it through Barnes & Noble, Borders, uh, any of those places can actually order it for you. Um, however, they don't directly have it in stock. So it, in any case right now, as it stands, it is on an on-demand basis. So okay. hopefully and, um, people will be able to get it through the publisher. So. Okay, and it's also available on Amazon, correct? I'm oh, sorry, excuse me, Amazon, any any of those uh, Internet-based uh, book-selling sites. Uh, my my publisher actually goes through Ingram, uh, who actually supplies to everybody that's out there pretty much. And so uh, Google, uh, Amazon.com, uh, Buy.com, any of those sites um, that you can go online and order a book through. It's also an ebook format, so those, uh, those folks that are out there with uh, the Nook or uh, any other uh, style of ebook uh, can actually download it as well, and it's a little bit cheaper too. So, and do you have any upcoming events or projects that you're currently working on? I'm actually um, uh, on the back of my book. It's, it says I'm working on a second book. I'm, I'm actually in the first part of my uh, writing of that one. It's it's more uh, more about uh, what I struggled with and what I still struggle with in recovery. Uh, just to kind of make people aware that this is a disease that doesn't just go away. It's something that we have to fight every single day in its um, in its entirety. Um, it's something that uh, you never really get rid of. It's just something that you have to learn to live with and and really just talk about your life with other people and sharing. So. Well, and are you still married? What's that? Yes. I'm actually still married after all this uh after all the stuff that I've been through. Uh my wife has actually been my my biggest supporter, my uh, uh she's been the one that had actually helped carry me through everything. Well you you're blessed to have my, someone that will sit by you through such a, a trying time in your life. 
And um, I'm sure that you recovering is just a blessing for her as it is for you. So I wish you nothing but success in this in this journey that you're taking. And um, I, like I said, I really appreciate you being on the show and sharing your story with everyone. Thank you guys for having me. So. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'll, I'll let you go. I know we had you on for quite some time. But um, I will keep in touch because I would love to have you back on in the future. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, just real quick, I did not I did forget to mention I am on Facebook. Um, I haven't been putting myself on Twitter or any of the other stuff, but you can look me up. Uh, just look for Ryan Capital. Uh, I do have a website out there. So anybody that has any questions for me for your show, um, definitely get a hold of me on, uh, at that site. Um, or if you want to email me uh, any questions, uh, my email address is biggerthanmebook at yahoo.com, and uh, I'd be glad to answer any questions that any of your listeners have. All right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate being on here. Thank you very much, Vita. Have a good night. Yep, you too. Okay, so that was Ryan Capital, the author of Bigger Than Me, an untold story of sex and love addiction. And like you said, if you're interested in getting more information from him, he's on Facebook under Ryan Capital. Um, phenomenal story. I mean, to be addicted to sex from kindergarten, I mean, it's just, and like you said, you know, a lot of people go through a lot of things in their lives that they don't want to talk about. And for some reason, people shy away from speaking about the real which drives me insane because um, although some situations may be traumatic and personal, you have no idea how much inspiration you can provide to someone just by saying, I went through this, and this is how I got through. Uh, Everybody has a testimony, and I just don't think that testimony should be only um, solicited at church. I think that outside of church you should be able to say, this is what happened to me, and you can learn from my experience. And Ryan Capital took that and he utilized that and put it in the book. So for all of you who may be suffering from sex addiction or have suffered from sex addiction or love addiction and have embarked on pursuing your recovery, I really suggest that you put your testimony into book form and someone may be able to um, read that and be inspired by it, and you can help um, you know, two or three at, at the most, um, get get out of the situation. Um, and I really think that all of you people who have the need to want to sleep with every person that you meet or want to have sex with different people every night and you're not finding any love, you're not finding any substance, you might consider the fact that you may or may not be suffering from sex addiction. And it's a dangerous, dangerous disease that can cause sexually transmitted diseases, unwanted babies, a lot of drama in your relationship, and ultimately a demise in your existence because you're constantly dealing with negativity when you're having sex with all these different people. Um, You know, being an aggressive lover, is nothing wrong with that. But you need to start determining whether or not there's substance coming from these relationships or whether you're just having sex just to fulfill a physical thing and, and it's not to pursue anything further. Um, I had a great time with you guys this evening. Um, I hope you really gained something from Ryan Capital. Again, you can get in touch with him on Facebook or Bigger Than Me book um, 
or his uh, website, I mean, his email. Um, we have upcoming events coming up. Like I said, the event at Parks, the MLK Signature Black and White Affair, going down January 15th, 1713 East Main Street. Tickets are on sale for $10. If you're interested in buying a ticket, so you're interested in VIP bottle service, email dwemg1 at gmail.com. This is brought to you by DMW Entertainment, Export Digital Media, High IQ3 Foundation, Natasha B1980, and RichmondSpotlight.com. Um, Natasha B1980 is also selling tickets, so you can contact her on Twitter or Facebook to get your tickets for $10 because they will be going up at the door. Also, the Exposure Voices, a community human trafficking awareness event, um, going down in partnership with Mount Gilead's Full Gospel International Ministry, will be on Saturday, January the 15th as well. At 10 a.m., it's open to the public. It's free, but you do have to register for this event, and you can go to www.mainstreetspa.com to find out how to do that. It's no cost to you. Um, very, very good event, and um, it's basically for relaxation for the cause, an event thrown by Main Street Spa, which is located at 501 East Main Street, Suite A, Richmond, Virginia, 23219. Um, the Relaxation for the Cost campaign presents a charge to business associates to make a commitment to spend 27 minutes or more of their time to expose the injustice of human trafficking from talking about it to clients and business associates to display literature, praying for the victims, forming an event, or whatever you, whatever uh, creative event that you want to do. But they make all individuals take charge and accept the, the differences in each other and um, this is brought to you by Main Street Spa and the Wellness Center. It's free. So, again, it is at the um, Mount Gilead Full Gospel Ministries at 2501 Mount Gilead Boulevard in Richmond, Virginia. And it's happening now. If you don't know anything about human trafficking, I really suggest that you do your research because right now it is the second largest criminal industry in the world. And right now um, it's a lot of injustice that is, is, is occurring because of human trafficking. And if you think about human traffic, trafficking, you think about um, foreign countries. You know, it's happening right here in our community, right in our backyard, and you need to make yourself aware educate yourselves on that. So that's going down on January 15th. Um, got to Diva Radio is taking a trip to New York this weekend. Um, I will be hosting the Zonspear.com ZPV video countdown. I am their new VJ. So I'm going to New York to shoot my first video countdown segment, my first episode ever. So um, I can't wait. I'll be sending you the links over the weekend so you guys can watch the video countdown. The countdown, your favorite underground videos from Zonspear.com. And um, I'm so excited. You just you have no idea. Yeah. Um, but I will be doing that. Also, check out my post on Zonspear.com. This Saturday, um, I got an interesting post in regards to letting jerks and a-holes get away with calling you shorty and asking you what your name is. Wow. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. That's crazy. So, guys, check that out. It's going to be on donaldsfair.com Saturday. I will be on that website. And it also feature my shows as well. So if you want to the past shows, you can go there. You can go to www.gap2thieves.com. We will also be at the I Shop for Joy Gospel Denim and Ice event going down the Stellar, uh, Stellar Award Show going down um, this Sunday. Um, 
and I can't, I don't have, the, I don't have the address on me right now, so I'm unprepared. But I just want to shout them out because they're wonderful. But shout out to Jennifer Joy and Marisa Dawn. We'll be at the Gentleman Ice event. If you want more information on my Facebook wall, I've already said I was going to that event. So follow me on Facebook and also follow me on Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, my phone is um, dead. It, it, we had a funeral. We had a funeral the other day. It was dead. I'm back to the old instinct until next week when the assurance people decide to send me a phone. So if you are calling me or texting me and I'm not returning your calls, please don't be upset. Um, charge it to my pocket, not my mind or my heart. Um, I apologize. But, again, I appreciate you all for listening. All this talking is making me lose my voice, and I need to be quiet because i got to get ready for this weekend. So, as always, I appreciate you for listening. Go to my website, www.gap2diva.com. Um, follow me and subscribe. Have a good weekend. Be safe. And thank you for listening to our 50th episode of Gap 2 Diva Radio. As always, I love with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.